SAFM Sports Wrap. Just gone 6.30 on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to the Monday edition of SAFM Sports Wrap. This is the PSL Radio Show. Second year. What a weekend of sport it was, though. Uh, if you like football, some great milestones this weekend. Manchester United striker Zlatan Ibrahimovic scoring... Finally, for Manchester United, I suppose, ended up with a brace against Swansea, but it was also his first goal, the 25,000th uh, uh, Premier League goal yesterday. Lionel Messi scoring his 500th Barcelona goal, even if 31 of those uh, are unofficial because they came in friendlies. I'm a stickler for things like that. Uh, and in the same week that he made his 100th UEFA Champions League appearance, Gianluigi Buffon, the legend of Italy, a man that helped uh, Italy to the 2006 FIFA World Cup final, became the fourth player in Serie A history to... To uh, bring up 600 appearances in Italy's top flight, he's still uh, some way behind Paolo Maldini, who leads the way. But what a legendary uh, player Buffon has been! Only Zanetti, uh, Totti, and uh, and Maldini have got to 600 before him. But I think the story of the weekend, if you're a sports fan, you have to be talking about this. Is 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 not the cricket? It's not the football. It's the story that Ireland beat New Zealand 40-29 in rugby. I mean, you've got to put it into perspective. This, this all-black team just last month celebrated their record 18th consecutive test win. And in 111 years, they had never lost to Ireland. It was a stunning result as uh, New Zealand were stunned. But I'll tell you, we had a few stunning results in the Telcom knockout. And that's where we're going to be focusing our attention tonight. We'll catch up with two, uh, two of the star players from uh, the weekend's action. Telungabeni, goalkeeper at Free State Stars. And indeed, the man that scored the winner in the Cape Town City match against Baroka FC, Sibusisu Masina. We'll also chat to Johan LaRue about the uh, cricket that was... Starting off with some sports news, though, in cricket, Cajiz Rabada claiming his fourth five-wicket haul in just nine tests to lead South Africa to a rather convincing 177-run victory over Australia in the fifth day of the first test in Perth. Man of the match, Cajiz Rabada taking five for 92 as Australia were bowled out for 361 to give South Africa a 1-0 lead in the three-test series. Back home, the Proteas have called up uncapped all-rounder Dwayne Pretorius to the test squad as a replacement for injured bowler Dale Stain. Pretorius will head to Australia before the second test starts in Hobart on Saturday that was unlikely to play ahead of Mornay Morkel or Kyle Abbott. Pretorius has only three one-day international caps, having made his debut in September, but has been in good form for the Highfield Lions domestically this season. Meanwhile, Australia have added uh, two to their test squad, following opening batsman Sean Marsh being ruled out of the series with a fractured finger. Joe Burns, who was dropped in favour of Marsh for the third test in Sri Lanka earlier this year, will be confident of doing well, given his recent Sheffield Shield form, while Callum Ferguson's uh, century in the early stage of the Shield prompted his inclusion as well. Rugby News, the Western Province uh, Rugby Football Union has confirmed that it has applied for and obtained an order for the provincial, uh, provisional liquidation of Western Province Rugby Pty Limited, in which it's a 75% shareholder. President uh, Taylor Wakefield and uh, Group CEO Paul Zach said the union had retained legal exper- uh, expertise and accounting advice and had fully explored all options before uh, applying for liquidation of its commercial trading entity. Meanwhile, South African uh, flanker Rudolf Smith is likely to miss the rest of the Tour of Europe after suffering a suspected torn bicep in training today. The 23-year-old could be ruled out of uh, South Africa's tests against England, Italy and Wales and is potentially the second injury blow on tour after uh, Jesse Krill was ruled out for the three tests with a leg injury. Krill has been replaced by Rowan Janssen van Rensburg for the remainder of the tour, and coach Alistair Kutsia might have to call up a replacement for Smith.
Just finding some football news for you. Mamelodi Sundowns coach Peter Musumani believing his players are already preoccupied with thoughts of the FIFA Club World Cup to be played in Japan next month. Sundowns were eliminated from the Telkom knockout by Supersport United on Saturday after the recent league loss to Cape Town City. Owing to Sundowns African Champions League success, though, the club is five matches behind in the APSA Premiership schedule and Musumani suggested Downs use this period to catch up those fixtures. Yeah, it's football. Somewhere, somehow, when you want to make an excuse, you say, OK, it's better, let's be out of the cup. And let's catch up on the six games or seven games so that we are behind. Five games, six games that we are behind on the lock and uh, and move on. And I think it's good for the league that we are out so that uh, we, sh- we should play and uh, and catch up, you know. But uh, I must be honest also, they are also thinking about playing the World Cup, eh, to speak. So some, you can't have the cake and eat it. you got to leave the telecom and... Uh, I mean, you've got something bigger to look forward. It's not that we lost, then you say this one is smaller. I hope I'm not misquoted uh, here, you know, because I know how we can go. Pizzo says this one is smaller and bigger. No, no, please, let's get it right. But we accept it's okay. Telcom, we play again next year without even any qualification. As long as you're in PSL, I play Telcom next well, that was Peter Musumani, but uh, there is some breaking news coming through that Spanish judges have accepted uh, corruption charges against Neymar for er- what they call irregularities over a transfer to Barcelona back in 2013. So this is something that is uh, just coming through now. The judge's decision could actually lead to a trial involving Neymar and his parents. So one wonders how this is going to be panning out for the uh, Spanish giants and indeed for the Brazilian superstar that guided Brazil to its uh, first ever Olympic gold. The only title was missing from uh, Brazil's incredible and extensive trophy cabinet. So that is some breaking news for you. But let's get into the show now. We'll start off with some cricket in a moment. SAFM Sports Wrap. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk about that great story. Gahis Arabada claiming his uh, fourth five-wicket haul in just nine tests, leading South Africa to that rather convincing 177-run win over Australia on the uh, fifth day of the first test in Perth. Rabada, unbelievable in the uh, final day in South Africa, bowling out Australia for 361. That means South Africa now has a 1-0 lead in the three-test series. Cricket correspondent, Johan Larue, must be a very excited man. He joins us on the line to discuss the, uh, the first test. Johan, thanks for joining us. Uh, but let's, let's, let's talk about this test in totality now. South Africa bowled out for 242 on the first day, then allowed David Warner to really give Australia a very solid platform to, to, to give the, the home side potentially a first innings lead and a big one at that. And then we lose Dale Stay in early on day two. But from there, South Africa just didn't look back. How did they claim that win after that horrendous start? Well, it was a, a remarkable comeback, uh, Duane, and thanks for having me on the, the show. And I think that's one of the reasons why Fafsiplessis said that this is the best test match that he's ever played in, because it really was South Africa looked down and out on uh, in the first session on day two. And to somehow pull it back to pick up those 10 wickets for, I think it was 88 runs, to score a massive second innings total after being bowled out quite cheaply in the first innings. And that was thanks to J.P. Dumini and Dean Algar as well. And then to pick up the, the final 10 wickets like they did uh, yesterday and today, it really was an exceptional performance uh, all round. And it just shows the team spirit uh, that is in the Protea camp at the moment. We've been speaking about Protea Fire for the last few years. And it's really showing at the moment uh, just with the way that they didn't let the, the first day's disappointment get to them and uh, somehow managed to come back and to completely destroy 
Australia, not just to, to beat them, but to really outplay them. And this will put a lot of pressure on the home side. I think it's, uh, I think it might even be their, their, their ninth defeat in a row. Uh, and that will be for Captain Steve Smith. So he's really under a lot of pressure. And South Africa on a great position in this test series. Yeah, well, when you combine the uh, one-day series success, the series whitewash here in South Africa to go over to Australia, of course, uh, everybody's saying the test series is going to be very different and it's in Australia and the result has is, is turned out to be the same. But, you know, you, you mentioned Dave, JP Dumini and uh, Dean Elgar. Elgar, obviously, a lot of time to grind out that innings of his, that century of his, which uh, was necessary for the result ultimately. But Dumini at four was superb. Is, is that where he should be batting, do you feel, four? Uh, well, that's where they've been using him uh, in this test match. Uh, a lot of people are expecting Fafi to walk in ahead of him. And uh, he's shown in that second innings that maybe that is his preferred position. Um, I, I think I spoke to you or either to Brad about it last week, about where Abi de Villiers will fit into this team when he comes back, because you have to make space for someone like Abi de Villiers. But at the moment, uh, J.P. Dimini looks very comfortable at four, and you would expect that the Proteas will uh, continue playing uh, him there and, uh, as long as he performs. I must ask you about uh, Kajiso Rabada and Timba Bavuma. I know everybody's talking about uh, Rabada and his uh, man-of-the-match performance, but Timba Bavuma has is, is got to be the player everyone's talking about, whether it's his, uh, his wicket today or his run-out of, of Warner, which was played 79 million times, uh, perhaps I'm exaggerating <laughs> slightly, uh, or, or the, uh, the attempt to, to join in with the high fives, which I think went viral on social media. <laughs> but, but, but on a serious note, how instrumental was his uh, overall contribution in this test? Well, with the bat, he contributed, uh, especially in that, that first innings. He, he settled things just a little bit with that 51. In the second innings, he, I know he was quite disappointed with that, uh, that he couldn't convert uh, his start into a bigger innings. But firstly, if you talk about that run out, David Warner was the danger man in the first innings, and this could have been a very different test match had Timber Bavuma not run out David Warner for 35. And, and nobody expected Bavuma to do it in that style. It really was exceptional and uh, I know especially the Aussie commentators are calling it the best run out they've ever seen which is really high praise for Australians to be speaking like that about a South African run out um, but his contribution with the ball as well just picking up that, that one wicket it really was the way that he did it and these uh, team spirits uh, that he has in himself, and, and just these want to perform for the Proteas always. He, he always puts a lot of pressure on himself, and that really comes through. And you spoke about Kajisa Rabada as well. I mentioned it in one of my crossings earlier today. Kajisa Rabada is really showing that he can become one of the all-time great uh, bowlers in South Africa and one of the great bowlers in, in world cricket. Uh, he really is an exceptional young player, and uh, I look forward to see where his career is going to go, just to be able to pick up his fourth five-wicket haul in, in nine test matches is exceptional. Yeah, indeed. I think uh, Rabada's quality is unquestioned, but uh, how we keep him fit and healthy and performing for the next decade is is a question that we haven't been able to answer with uh, many of our fast bowlers and uh, many of our best bowlers in years gone by. And of course, it's evidenced again by what's happening with Dale Steyn, whose career looks like it might be coming to an end, if indeed it hasn't already ended owing to this injury. That said, Johan LaRue, thank you very much for your insights and opinions. And uh, we'll go and get some rest before the uh, second test starts in Hobart. Thank you very much, Dan. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. 
SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Well, we might be talking about our cricketers and uh, Timba Bavuma's runouts and indeed Kajiso Rabada's heroics with the ball. But I'll tell you what, when it comes to football, somebody who is being celebrated is goalkeeper Tilungabeni. He turned out a man of the match performance against his former club Kaiser Chiefs and uh, helped Free State Stars advance to the semi finals of the Telcom knockout. And I'm delighted to say that the man of the match from that uh, tie yesterday is on the line. Tiller, thanks for joining us. Good evening and uh, congratulations on the win. Yeah, no, uh, good evening to, to you and the listeners, and uh, thank you so much. Yeah. I must say, though, after after the way the momentum in that match shifted, uh, looking back, was it a was it a relief to just get over that finish line in the end? Yeah, no, it was it was a tough one. I think uh, I couldn't wait uh, for the game to finish, but of course, uh, wanted to win, and uh, I was just happy in the end that uh, we managed to go through. And, of course, getting a good draw after that. And I'm happy for myself and uh, for the team as well. Okay, so so you're saying travelling away to Cape Town City for the semi-finals is, is a good draw. You're happy with that draw? Yeah, um, it, it it would have been nice to play at home, of course. But uh, I think uh, when you look at it, it's a, it's a good draw for us. And it gives us a, a good chance to, to go to the, the, the final. But not taking... Um, Anything away from Cape Town City, they have been doing pretty good job. So um, if we go us going there, I think we we have to really really work work hard and uh, we'll see what's going to happen. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, you you look at the two sides at the moment. I mean, when you look at Free State Stars. You guys have beaten Bidvestvitz, who are not only top of the league, but they're the side that won the very first yeah. domestic cup trophy of the season, the MTN8. And then you beat the most successful team in the in the history of South African football in terms of titles won, Kaiser Chiefs, the sort of perennial cup kings, to make it through to the uh, the semi-finals, which in some people's view would probably be enough to <laughs> to to give you the trophy anyway if you beat uh, a side like Vitz and a side like Chiefs in succession. But I mean. You, you can't take a Cape Town City side for granted, can you? Especially considering that they've just come themselves off the back of a, a win over the newly crowned African champion Sundowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very correct. Um, I think we, we, we respect uh, Cape Town City and um, we, we, we obviously uh, when I start preparing uh, we have, uh, uh, I think, few two, two, two games or one game before we play against them in the cup game. So, so we prepare. Uh, we have enough time, and um, they're a very good side. Uh, uh, to be honest, uh, going to be a tough one, but uh, they have the, the, the home advantage. So we're also looking at that, and uh, we'll see what's going to happen on the day. And I'm just praying that uh, we we bring the same performance that uh, we did against against Shields, and we we continue, of course, also in the league. So we'll take it. We'll take it game by game. But uh, hopefully, us going to Cape Town will come back with a good result to go to to the final. Yeah. Now I do want to talk a little bit more about this uh, match yesterday because it did to and fro. I mentioned the momentum. I mentioned your man of the match performance, but you made several saves during the match to deny, yeah. in particular, Katsvairo and Chabalala. Uh, yeah. I mean, you must have faced Chabalala several times in practice over the years. Your time at, uh, at Kaiser Chiefs, but. By the yeah. same token, in the penalty shootout, you made two vital saves as well. Now, I want to know from you, because keepers, they, they have their techniques. They have their little magic. Sometimes it's yeah. superstition. There's, it's, it's, sometimes it's words that are spoken. I mean, yeah. and, and all keepers have something different. 
What was your secret yesterday? Were you were you out psyching your opponents? Were you, you were you focusing on your your own uh, ability in between the sticks? How did it work for you? How did it go down that you made those two saves? Uh, honestly speaking, I I think the first five penalties I was just more focused on the ball. Mm-hmm. I tried to stay as long as I, I can I could, but. Uh, it was very difficult, honestly speaking, and uh, also keeping in mind that we we did prepare for the penalties, especially because uh, Chiefs played Maris back uh, in the last uh, was it 16? Yeah, around 16. So so yeah, so 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 we did look at those penalties and uh, look. I was enjoying myself, honestly speaking. I didn't do much. It's only the last penalty that I tried, obviously, to play mind games with um, with the Chiefs player Twala. and uh, and it worked for me it worked well I tell you what it certainly did work for uh, for you and for your team but you know you're, you're somebody who's who's always been there and thereabouts Taylor I know uh, you know until this season you've what, made I think three competitive appearances in in, in top flight yeah. football in South Africa uh, but you've played for both Chiefs and Sundowns two giant clubs owned the, over those seven seasons um but you've only missed one match for Free State Stars this season. How, how does it yeah. feel now for you to be playing regularly for the first time in your professional career? Yeah, look, I think um, I'm very happy. I, I'm very, very, very happy. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. But uh, look, also, it, it, it's an opportunity that I was given. And the coach is giving me the chance to play. And I'm, 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 I'm happy and I'm I'm. I'm now realizing my potential more than what what used to happen before. So I think I'm I'm, I'm happy, and it's tough because we also have other goalkeepers here. So they're also pushing me at training, and the goalkeeper coach, everyone here, uh, is is pushing me to 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 work harder and to improve myself. So uh, I think uh, more than anything, I'm 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 trying to enjoy myself and keep calm. Obviously, every game. It's not easy for for someone who's who's not been playing for for so long. So, but I think also being with the big teams uh, has helped me a lot in terms of uh, 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 you know uh, relaxing and then enjoying myself, not putting myself under pressure. I think over the years I've I've learned to to take the pressure and 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 it's working for me now because if you look at my games, there's one thing that I'm happy about. I'm not. I'm not panicking. I'm not rushing to do to take decisions. So I'm 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 quite happy, and uh, I have to enjoy the moment, and that's what I'm doing. Uh, you, you're spot on with that, and I must commend you the way you've actually you, you look really sharp for a keeper who hasn't had that competitive match practice over the last yeah. few seasons. So I, I think that's something that, uh, that you do need to be commended on, uh, Taylor. But the other Thank thing I, I I do need to to ask you though is. You guys are on a really good semi-final run in the Telcom knockout, but you haven't won a yeah. league game so far this season. Um, yeah. how, how does that how does that reconcile in your mind? And what does this cup run potentially do for Free State Stars post this international break? Because you've got what Pirates and then Pulugwani City, I think, uh, in succession. Mm. Yes, yeah. I think um, all we need to do because uh, I mean it was a cup game that we played against Chiefs. We we can only take that performance and 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 obviously take it to Pirates. It's it's also a moral booster for the guys. I mean, winning against Chiefs. So we just need to to try. If you look at our games that we've played in the league, I think we're creating chances. We just need to improve there and there, especially 
in the final third where we just need to finish the chances that we get. So we can only take this the cup games uh, as, as as a moral booster because so far we've been doing well. Take it to the league, try and avoid unnecessary because we've been conceding also goals. So we just need to look at all those things and uh, and and try and improve because we we need to get out of that zone there and um, we'll see what happens. But but I'm I'm quite confident that the team will will get better as the season goes. Well, I tell you what, a few more from Bukang yeah. Klone like that. Jeez, he's a he's a left-footed player, <laughs> but the way he hit that yeah, with the right foot, player. it looks like he's come straight out of the Dane Clayt School of Finishing, <laughs> the way he struck that. Yo, <laughs> yeah, I know, it was a good strike. I actually didn't expect it, but uh, I think he, he was he was calm and uh, he took a great shot and it worked out. It was brilliantly put away. But yeah. listen, you, 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 you actually denied uh, some brilliant efforts of your own. One of that saves to deny Chabalala was, was intense. And indeed, Katsvairo's header, yeah. uh, how you kept it out with the fingertips was impressive. But <laughs> listen, congratulations once again on that man of the match performance. And best of luck in uh, your remaining league matches and indeed uh, semi-finals and perhaps beyond. Ah uh, no, thank you so much. Thank, thanks for having me in your show. And uh, I, I really appreciate it. It's great to chat to you. Thanks, Taylor. Okay, thanks. Bye. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. It's always great to chat to somebody who's uh, coming good at the right time. But Dylan Goben is certainly impressing so far this season. But now he paid a great deal of respect to Cape Town City. And a day before, Free State Stars advanced to the semi-finals. Cape Town City were able to book their uh, place in the Telkom Knockout uh, semi-finals. They eliminated Barocca FC at the Peter Mukaba Stadium on Saturday. And the man who scored the decisive goal in that 4-3 win after extra time, Spasiso Marcina, is on the line. Spasiso, thanks for joining us. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm um, very well, thank you. Congratulations on the win. Uh, it must be uh, must be a very pleasing feeling to have uh, been the man that scored a winner in a thriller like that. Hey, I am very happy for it. It was an exciting game. I think everyone did well on that day. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's not like these results haven't been coming. I mean, the uh, the the result against Mamelodi Sundowns as well must have must have been immense for Cape Town City as a team. Because I mean. You've got to consider what what a, a win over newly crowned African champions Mamelodi Sundowns did for the morale of the club. Yeah, that that game pushed us very well. Yeah, that game pushed us very well because we we knew Mamelodi Sundowns is from winning a star, so we went there very prepared. Everyone was ready to work so. Thank you. Is it is it more about the results at the moment, or is it about the performances for Cape Town City and 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 indeed for you as an individual? How how do you see it? Uh, it's all about uh, performance, and it's all about performance and winning the game. Yeah, I think that's it. Let's talk about your own game for a moment, Swissy. Uh, so I think one of the uh, one of the Standout performance at the end of last season was uh, was certainly Sumasina. I, I watched you come onto the scene at uh, Black Aces. Uh, you looked good. You you had good control. You looked impressive with the ball at your feet. You looked like you had some vision off the ball, uh, which you're not always seeing when you're seeing somebody in their first season in the PSL. You scored a couple of goals as well, but you're looking a lot more composed and calm this season. What what's changed, or is it simply a case of maturing and having had that experience last season? Uh, I think this season I'm much relaxed in the box than last season at least. Last season I was 
been very looked for, but I couldn't find the net. At least this season, I'm happy. I'm able to find the net. I think that was one of the things that I, I mentioned about you is you, you showed a lot of potential last season where you weren't able to necessarily find the finishing touches while you showed your your class on the ball. Uh, this season, you look to be taking your opportunities. You, uh, the, the goal you scored against Bloemfontein Celtic, for example, the, uh, the the winner in the league, was a stellar goal, tight angle, and you slid it past a very experienced goalkeeper at his near post. It was a wonderful finish. I mean, that must be a great confidence booster for uh, for you on an individual platform, though. Yeah, as an individual platform. Uh, I think I'm getting more mature now, having a second season in PSL. So the confidence is back and everything is going well for me so far. Okay, let's talk about the semi-finals of the uh, Telkom knockout. Um, you're a side that actually made the semi-finals of the MDN8 to start the season. Do you do you feel an added uh, pressure, maybe, to go a step further this time in the Telkom knockout? Yes, I will definitely going further. Uh, we're playing home game. The, it's, an, it's an advantage to us now because the, the Telkom gave us the home game, so we're ready, we're going to win this one. How do you feel about Free State Stars as uh, as opponents? They, they, they're a side that has shown defensively they can scrap it out and claim results. They've beaten Vits and Chiefs already. Yeah, Free State, uh, they have a great coach for now, so we respect them as a team, but the respect will end in the field of play. So, you're a young man who's got uh, talent and ability. There's, there's no doubt about that. But when you, when you realise that you're going to have uh, a few days off, and indeed uh, you, you get to sit back and watch some international football now, do, do you harbour ambitions of one day representing South Africa, perhaps playing against a side like Senegal in a, in a World Cup qualifier in the years ahead? Yes, I, I think it's possible. It's possible for me to get in the national team. All I need to do is keep scoring goals. And yeah. Well, you're going to be having a chance against uh, what's you got? You got Chipper United, you got Maritzburg United, you got Kaiser Chiefs up in the uh, league. You got some very tough uh, fixtures ahead of you in the the league encounters. So certainly, we wish you everything of the best. But uh, listen, well done on uh, what's been a, a pretty solid start to the season for you. Long may your success continue. Thank you. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. And now we're talking about the, uh, the Telcom Knockout uh, quarterfinal results, but the other two Telcom Knockout uh, quarterfinal results saw, of course, Pirates beat Highlands Park and then Supersport United eliminating the defending champions, Mamalodi Sundowns. And the two sides are going to be meeting in the Telcom Knockout semifinals, but Supersport United have registered two very good victories in this uh, last week, when you think about it. They actually beat the side they're going to be facing in the semifinals, Orlando Pirates 6-1 on Tuesday, uh, humbling last week uh, in the uh, ABSA Premiership. And they also managed, of course, to boot out the newly crowned African champions all within the space of five days. So Matsutsansa producing some really good results in the last few weeks. But Stuart Baxter, the coach, saying that uh, his team is not quite the finished article yet. In the beginning of the season, the beginning of the season, we signed some players. Many of those were unavailable, and we're still trying to bring them back. Bring them back. Uh, we played slightly differently. We played we played with uh, Jeremy Brock a little bit wider. We played with three front players instead of instead of the way we're playing now with a shadow striker. And it was and it was slightly different, and I think we were dif- more difficult to play against. But we were we were not so efficient moving forward, and our movement around the box was a bit one-dimensional. So 
we removed Jeremy more central and we, and we made a slight tweak of it. Now I think we we offer people a bit more a bit more space down the sides, uh, but I think I think we're still a more dangerous team and a and a more efficient team over the season playing this way. So uh, I don't think we're absolutely not a, a finished article. Absolutely not. I think we've we've got at least 20% left in terms of consistency, in terms of being brave on the ball. And uh, and wanted, which sounds ridiculous with South African players because one of the criticisms they have sometimes is they they fanny around on the ball, you know. But to be brave in the correct way on the ball, you know. But having said that, if we get ten percent of that twenty percent that we've got left, I think we'll be a very difficult team to beat. This is sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Well, indeed, uh, Stuart Baxter has uh, a lot to look forward to with his side, but certainly goals are starting to come right as well for his side. Anyhow, that's where we're going to leave it for uh, tonight's show. Uh, after the news is uh, Naledi Muleo with a talk shop, so don't go anywhere. More sport tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Witten, Brad Brown back in tomorrow between 6.30 and 7.00. But from the PSL radio show, Sagunjalo team tonight, producer Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLocca. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.